Because we didn't have any time at all to cover as much as we wanted to on WandaVision, because there was so much news that we had to drop, on the Monday episode of the Pop Culture Cosmos, we thought we should try to go ahead and bring you some extra coverage right here on Wednesday here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. So we're bringing you a little bit of an extra, and here today to talk about his thoughts on WandaVision Episode 8 is Humanity. You got to go ahead and catch him at Hunnic Ween and the Hunnic Outcast. It is my good friend. In fact, you want to check out his classic Hunnic Ween we dropped last Wednesday on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel. It is knowing and fine. It looks like he's adjusting some things, so I'll keep him on mute just a little bit longer until he says and gives me the go sign. But Noah, it is WandaVision Episode 8. It was not exactly what I was hoping for. It was another table-setting episode, as my good friend TJ Johnson would say, where there was a lot of setting up for hopefully what's to come in Episode 9, but a lot of flashbacks on exactly why we're in the situation we're now in, in WandaVision. Again, this is a series that I felt should have hour-long episodes or shouldn't have been a miniseries at all. On the other hand, everything kind of got wrapped up in a nice little bow. And and there were things that were given away, as I discussed the last time, uh, that uh, Elizabeth Olsen wanted to do the House of M storyline. We do know that we have a Vision storyline where it's, you know, the robotic Vision family that came out about a year ago in the Marvel Universe. I'm okay with all that, don't get me wrong. But yeah, to to wrap up everything right before the finale, uh, people I'm sure are going to kind of start throwing things at your TV sets or, or your uh, screens or whatever the case may be. For me, I didn't mind it because it does answer all the questions why Vision and Wanda are together and what gives them their bond. Wanda's bond is that she came from Sokovia and her father had to sell Americanized DVDs, I guess, to help other people. And VHS tapes. Yes, the VHS tapes. That's right. It was the late 90s, early 2000s. VHS tapes are still around, yes. And we got the sitcoms, you know. And I remember this, too, because I remember in the 90s when you had episodes of I Love Lucy. That, that was a big thing for the DVDs because they couldn't have the full series yet. But I do feel that Wanda and, and Vision are these lost spirits who, because he was literally born one day and she came from a broken home. And I mean, that literally a Stark's bomb came and destroyed the house and only she and Petra survived. And then she was, you know, she volunteered these experiments to get revenge on Stark. It, it all comes together. And I'm fine with that too. I'm going to say that, well, I'm going to say there's one good scene for me, actually one good area of time, I should say, when he, when she goes to the sword headquarters, and again, we're covering spoilers here. So if you haven't seen episode eight, you do need to go ahead and check it out, then hit the play button and play the rest of this episode. But when she comes into sword headquarters, she sees vision in the, the status that he's in all disassembled, all torn apart. And she shows that raw emotion, how she doesn't feel anymore. And even more emotion once she realizes that he had wanted to do, he wanted to actually build a life with her with the plot that they had in Westview. 
Yes, exactly. Because I was. It, it all comes together. Why did she go to Westview? And uh, you know why? Well, again, we brought them. Why they got together? Why she bought the bond Westview? All of that. And she was going to probably use her magic anyway, because Westview. Let's face it. Before she used it, was a dump. Uh, Agatha kind of. Well, her storyline is that she's your Salem, Massachusetts witch that apparently maybe she was trying to use her powers for good, but she tried to be a level 20 when she's a level 2, and she jumped too early, and her fellow coven was afraid of her, including her own mother. I kind of saw that coming a mile away. I don't mind that so much, but I'm, I'm not so much disappointed. Like, every gap got filled in for me. Uh, unfortunately, the, unfortunately, it didn't get for me. There's still a lot of questions now that I, that I need answering that I probably don't think they're going to be able to have time to answer in 42 minutes in episode nine. No, I, I don't. They said it's going to be 54 minutes, but you're right. But the point being is, no, I don't see that happening. What I do see them doing is continuing on with, as they, as they always do with the MCU, that's what the sequels are for. So there will be continuity. And since we have phase four coming... In another year or so, uh, with Doctor Strange and with Spider-Man, I guess even with Captain, you know, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki, and I, from what I understand, Loki's actually getting two seasons. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's being talked about. In fact, uh, Kevin Feige last week at the TCAs, which we covered on the Multiverse on Friday, indicated that several shows could see that happening. He hasn't committed to WandaVision. WandaVision was probably one of the ones that they were committing only to one season of. But due to the overwhelming success, we may see a season two. Yeah, and I don't know where else they can go. Are they going to go back to the 50s and 60s and reboot in a different way? I I mean, there are a lot of – I mean, there's only so many sitcoms because they went from the 50s to the millennium. So, And I don't know whether sitcoms – unless they haven't done I Love Lucy and I Dream of Jeannie. And then, well, they kind of did Brady Bunch and Family Ties. Maybe well, they kind of did both those and mixed those in with those first two episodes. Yeah, I mean, would they do Webster? Would they do different strokes? Would they do Good Times? I mean, I don't. It's kind of hard to do all that. Well, would or they, would they do? They would might they might go into a different direction at all. You know, if it all depends on episode nine. If there's any room for Wanda and Vision to come together. If Vision ultimately pays the price or cannot leave the Hex or the Hex gets destroyed or White Vision doesn't uh, make it through or doesn't come combine with the other Vision that's that was made up by Wanda. Or there's so many questions there, but also Wanda's future after Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness, what's going to happen to her character. So we'll see. I mean, uh, you're right. It all depends on what's going to happen now and in the future going forward for her character, I think, more than his character you can always bring him back because he is essentially an android. You know, the, you can always bring some semblance of vision back. It's her character, which is going to make her break and where she's going to go, which is going to make her break, whether or not we're going to ever see a WandaVision season two. Yeah. And again, because the, the combinations, as I, I don't know if we would have a Roseanne. We definitely wouldn't have a married with children, even though it's 20th century Fox. So I, I, I would stay away from the, the sitcom tropes. I would actually try to tell a different story personally. Yeah, I, I, it would be amazing. But you're right. The series or season finale, whatever you want to call it, is going to be on Friday. I mean, so, you, but you could do a Falcon and Winter Soldier series, uh, season two real easily because that that's translates into something we've seen already many times already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
what they're going to be doing. You could see the same thing. Like you said, Loki has been widely rumored for a season two, the what if series, and I'm sure a couple of the other series that are coming up, the not too distant future, you could extend beyond a season one as well. You know what? Again, the possibilities are endless. I have no clue. We'll just have to wait and see by the end of this week and in the following years, especially with what was talked about before. What are, what's the status of theaters at this point? Is it going to be, is it still going to be like, you know, one month, like something like Tom and Jerry or Wonder Woman, is it going to be one month on HBO max? And then after that month it expires. And then we have to wait three more months for it to go back onto HBO max. I I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that with WandaVision or, uh, multiverse or whatever they're doing. I do know they said that with Spider-Man, um, you it know, home it's just going in theaters. It's just yeah. going, well, that's well, Sony. That, that's, that's because that's Sony. They don't, they have the, the right to go ahead and sell their properties to wherever they want to go ahead and put it. Uh, you know, so we don't even know which streaming outlet it ultimately will wind up on. If that's the case uh, for Spider-Man 3, No Way Home. So if that's the case, we don't know where it's going to end up as far as the streaming service is concerned. But with Spider-Man, yeah, they specifically stated that it's going to be only in theaters. And then for the Paramount Plus movies that they've talked about with A Quiet Place 2 and Mission Impossible 7, those two will be in theaters for, for at least 45 days before they hit Paramount Plus. Yeah, I, and again, I have Paramount Plus, I guess, because I have CBS All Access, so that turns into Paramount Plus, I guess. Mm-hmm. March the fourth is the date. Boop, 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 boop. It'll turn into yeah, it turns into, yeah, it turns into a real boy. I I do know because you talked about that a uh, couple hours, a couple days ago. I don't know exactly. I, I I do know they're not bringing back the Twilight Zone. You know the. Um, the new yep. version, which I didn't care for anyway. Uh, the documentaries are okay to a point, but again, because of rights going to different streaming services, I don't really know because it's paramount. So again, what are they going to really put on there that we don't already have on other services is my question. We'll see. I know that Viacom CBS, which owns Paramount Plus, CBS All Access, whatever you want to call it, and has also interest in Showtime, did say that they're migrating the Halo series over to Paramount+. And they're adding some interesting things like a Frasier reboot and all that. But I will just say this right now when it comes to back what we were talking about with WandaVision. I'm hoping for a closure that rivals what we saw in episodes 4, 5, and 6. And not something we saw from 7, 8. But as we close out our conversation here... Well, actually, we'll, we'll leave it with Tom and Jerry, but I've got an interesting question when it comes to Tom and Jerry. Uh, I will I'll close it out with this when it comes to WandaVision. How do you want WandaVision Episode Nine to end? Open-ended, because I really want it to be an open-ended question. I think that's how House of M ended. I don't want Happy. I don't. I think Happy would pretty much insult everybody's intelligence and the reason why infinity war and endgame worked so well was because it was open-ended did the villain really win was thanos really a killer did he have the right ideas was he doing the right thing the same thing with endgame is he inevitable is there going to be ways since they put back the stones can he somehow come back through the blip is Captain Marvel, because we saw her at the funeral, is she damaged? Is this new Captain Marvel going to 
be more superior than her? What happens with Shiri now that Black Panther is gone? And seriously, the state of Wanda, because everybody was afraid of her. I mean, you just can't clean this up, especially in these episodes where S.W.O.R.D. has made it very clear they've made her into an enemy. So you, you can't just, you know, snap your fingers, pardon the pun, and have everything go back to the way it was. If, if Doctor Strange could take Wanda under his wing, it'd be interesting in this universe. But I don't really see that happening. And what's great about the MCU, again, is that they do have continuity, that they are not just sweeping something else under the rug. They're, they're, anything that happened in Iron Man went all the way to Endgame and, and even into phases uh, to, you know, again, to, to phases four and beyond. That's still continuing. So I don't really see this having closure. I see this continuing into the cinematic universe, but with happy results. And if this does also go into the television universe, that'll be even happy, be happy results because it's going to give each of the characters more time of an arc for the cinematic and for the television and time to breathe then instead of worrying about picking up issue 15 and if an out-of-date comic book that you probably can't find anymore or you don't want to go to comic uh, comicsology to get because that's the difference between the television and the cinematic universe so i feel that we will get closure but patience is a virtue and i have a feeling it'll pay off now i don't know what this has to do with black widow whenever that comes out but it will be I would definitely be enticed to see how that somehow fits in because I think it did take place before or after Civil War. Like, right, it, it definitely is supposed to take place before Infinity War. But I am curious, though, if there's even a way if Black Widow is somehow coming back. So I, I, I don't think they're quite done with this yet. I, I give it, I give this into like a phase six for these characters. And that'll be probably another 10 years. But again, Elizabeth Olsen is 34. I don't know how old Paul Bentley is, but he looks young anyway. And the same thing with Loki and all the other cast members. So yeah, I, I, I would say like another 10 years we'll get some sort of closure. And then I guess either the Marvel TU and C will be done with. And then either it will be done or they'll reboot or whatever. But at least it'll be something that that they'll keep us guessing which is fine i mean that's the whole point of expanding the universe and imaginations anyway so it's one six half dozen or the other but i'm happy with the results once again it's snowy and fine from honey queen and the honey outcasts join his awesome groups today at the honey queen and the honey outcasts once again noah and fine thank you so much again for being part of the pop culture cosmos for the latest news and information, analysis, and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and we're back on the program. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. Thank you so much for joining us. It is my good friend, Anid. It is TJ Johnson. And TJ, we are on the precipice of episode nine. And I know you're going to yep. come back here for one of our next shows talking about what happened in episode nine and where it goes from there. 
But before we go ahead and speculate on what you will see for episode nine, I want you to go ahead and tell me your thoughts in episode eight, because I name dropped you and I told you I did. I name dropped you yeah. not only once, I name dropped you twice on the Monday show saying <laughs> TJ, as TJ Johnson said, as the mortal and oh so wise <laughs> TJ Johnson would say, it is a table setting episode. But the yeah. problem is we already had a table setting episode. Yeah. And this was filled with flashbacks. I'm not sure we were dying to see for the most part. Uh, I mean, something that as Josh, my co-host was saying on the Monday show, he said you could have probably just answered all those questions that were answered in episode eight with just a few lines of dialogue and mm -hmm. come up with a more compelling story. And I agree with him. I, I just thought mm -hmm. it was way too many flashbacks. I understand that they were told to stretch it out from seven, six or seven episodes to nine episodes. So this may be, that's my, why we may be seeing seven and eight so lackluster is because they already had an ending. They already had a middle. They already had a beginning. And then Disney comes to them and says, oh, oh by the way, uh, we want you to throw in some extra filler. So it feels like filler, yep. seven and eight do. But I want to hear your thoughts, uh, you know, just because it, like I said, you're the, you're the table setter himself. <laughs> well, I don't know what I've done to earn such honors, but I, I appreciate it, my liege. Uh, with that well, being you, said, you, you got those words stuck in my head, so I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it absolutely was a table setting episode, and it was a filler episode, which is essentially what we refer to as table uh, setting episodes. Was it necessary? No, nothing that was revealed uh, was extremely necessary. All those could have been done, like you said, with a couple extra lines of dialogue. Or really, there was nothing that was said there that that if you really didn't think about it, you, you wouldn't have put together yourself. The only revelation was that was that the guy was lying. He said that Wanda came in and sold Vision's body when that was the furthest thing from the truth. Wanda walked out of there without his body. Walked out of, walked in there hurt, walked out of there hurt, and went to their, the home that they had in Westview. So it really does set the guy. It set once the guy's name is Hawkins or I forget, yeah. I forget the, the 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 guy's last name. He's forgetting. The head of sword. Thank you, head of sword. Uh, they set him up to really be the villain because he initially lied and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, she came here and stole the body." I think that's why he wants to wipe her out because she knows the truth about what happened. And now with her being out of Westview, or her effectively about to be out of Westview. Uh, once this, this this is older, uh, it's gonna it's gonna come out what actually happened there, and I don't think he wants that. So, it was an interesting episode from an expository standpoint. There was just a lot of things that were explained. Uh, I do like the way that they incorporated uh, parts of the storyline as far as the 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 Scarlet Witch being this instead of just a code name it's like this title that's given or this title that's passed on through a bloodline I, I like that they've incorporated that into the mcu now um it'll be interesting to see if she actually gets that costume because that'd be pretty dope to see that costume on the big screen uh, i think that'd be awesome but it was definitely uh, another filler episode and the problem with said filler episode is that we just had a filler episode one two it's not telling me anything that I really needed to know other than other than the fact that she didn't go in there and, and demand Vision's body, which quite honestly, I think I would have enjoyed that more than her going in there and just being sad and walking out of there depressed and sad. I would have enjoyed to see her ticked off and I would have enjoyed to see her 
fire and brimstone and you were going to give me his body, this is not an option. I wasn't asking you. I'm telling you type deal. I would have I would have enjoyed to see that a little bit more. Um, I like his comment that is, it is $3 billion of uh, vibranium. You just can't just bury it in the ground. You would just create another scenario or create another story where somebody digs it up and uses that vibranium in some yeah, form or fashion. Uh, and, and quite possibly. Oh. But that doesn't change the fact that if I'm Wanda, I, again, I wasn't asking you. I was telling you what I'm about to do. Whatever yeah. you do in regards to it is what you do in regards to it. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm taking this money, I'm burying it. So I, I would have enjoyed that aspect of it more, to be honest with you. But I do like the fact that, one, we're really going to earn this ending, if we can call it an ending, because obviously everything doesn't really end in the MCU. It kind of just continues until uh, you get to the next movie, show, tie-in, whatever you want to call it. It was definitely filler. If I had to rate the, the show out of 10, it was probably like a 6.5, maybe a 7. Maybe a seven, just because again, the, the end credit scenes are probably what saved the episode. To be honest with you, if you didn't get those end credit scenes, then I probably would have definitely given that episode a five or six with white vision. But with white vision, absolutely. And that's going to be an interesting thing to see because I'm seeing a lot of different theories about what could and what couldn't happen. And I think that's the fun part about these serialized shows that they're going to be doing now with this one and and Loki and uh, the, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is. is is the speculation about what happens next. You know, it, it becomes cooler talk. You know, we talk about this at the water fountain and we talk about this, hey, did you watch this episode? What did you think? What did you get from it? And you get to have that dialogue that you don't really get to have during a three, two and a half hour movie because you're you're watching the movie, right? So now yeah. when you have this, this show, you get to stop and you get to analyze and talk about and crackpot theories this and look at this and did you see what happened at 24 minutes, 32 seconds? into the show look at that at like that one frame like there's a lot of fun that comes with these serialized shows that while it's agonizing having to wait a whole week before we get another resolution or another question is there's, there's something satisfying and once you get to that point okay i got that answer but now there's another question that pops up so there's give and take i really do enjoy the serialized aspect of it but i i, I definitely don't like it when the producers say hey make this something extra that it doesn't need to be because we, as the consumer, we can clearly see that. That was definitely filler upon filler upon filler. No yeah. more fillers. No MSG. No MSG. Well, the thing is, it not only has to end a series, possibly for good, even though, again, Kevin Feige said that they don't have any immediate plans for WandaVision Season 2, but the sheer demand may want Disney Plus may... Hey, Kevin, we're, we're on here at your door, outside your office. We want another episode or another season of WandaVision. It's, it's got to do it. You got to do it. So that's something More that's money. not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because it's had such great demand and actually at one time crashed Disney Plus. Uh, I think it was upon episode seven. So mm -hmm. the thing, though, with episode nine, it's got to tell a great story. It's got to end a series, possibly. It's got to end at least a season. But it's also got to do some table setting of its own for exactly. not only one, but possibly even two movies going forward in Spider-Man 3. And also, of course, Doctor Strange 2, more importantly, which there is going to be direct ties because Elizabeth Olsen is in London filming this movie. So your thoughts on what you're going to think you're going to see in Episode 9? Well, uh, 
if if you're like me, you've combed over every possible thing that these producers and directors and actors have said, and the actress who plays Monica Rambeau has said that this is a is going to be be a tearjerker ending. So that would lead me to believe my own crackpot theory that we're going to watch Vision die again. Now, if they find a way to incorporate Wanda's Vision, haha, Wanda Vision with White Vision, and maybe bring Vision back, then you know, that would be something to be seen. But I don't think that's something that would happen at the end of the show. I think by the end of the show, we'll see Vision die again. And if they do a continuation, they might find a way to bring him back online, but it won't be at the end of the show. No, why don't you just bring Flash in and Flash will do a Flashpoint and run real fast. And... <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong universe. Oh, yeah, wrong universe. Well, although you do have Quicksilver, who, you know, I, I'm a little And that's something we got to... We gotta, in... we gotta... Yeah, we got to get that answered too with Evan Peters. So that's got to be. Yeah, there's too man. many questions like, that are going to be answered. There, there's too yeah. many questions that have got to be answered in only 50 minutes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. poor Agent Franklin is probably still sitting somewhere in catering. It's still waiting for his callback on on exactly what happened to him. You know, poor guy. Yeah. I mean, there's also yeah. the fact that Randall Park's character he was there for a reason. He was there to look for a a suspect that was in witness protection. Who is this? Is that going to be answered? What about Evan Peters? I mean, you know, that's obviously one of the big questions. What's his story? What's his status? Is it just a major troll, which I think it is upon the fans? I just think it's more of a troll than actually Evan Peters from the X-Men universe. I think it's just Evan Peters, the actor, playing a role that Marvel wanted him to play. I don't think it's the actual Evan Peters from Quicksilver from the X-Men movies, personally. But again, that's got to be answered. There's just so many questions that got to be answered. And hopefully they will answer them better than some of these table setting episodes. For instance, like the big engineer that they had talked about was mm-hmm. nothing other than just a, a, you know, a character that's going to be in there for five minutes seemingly and gone that you hadn't heard of yeah. before. They built that up and unfortunately didn't give us a payoff. The vehicle that they built couldn't even get through the front door. <laughs> now, that was a major buzz. And just like they're not going to be able to answer everything that we want to go ahead and have answered by the end of 52 minutes or however long it's going to be. You know, and, and that's the, the, the beauty of the, the serialized show being part of a larger world and the bane of this serialized show being part of a larger world. If, if it's a serialized show that's just compacted into just its own world, then you get those answers or you definitely get breadcrumbs that lead to those answers as opposed to now because we're, we're sharing this universe with movies and digital you know media it's too broad it, it yeah. goes too far it stretches it, the, the web is cast way too wide so you know we don't have to get the answers and at the by the end of wandavision we're going to get another yeah. tv show that's directly affected by the events of wandavision so they can set these little breadcrumbs and you know it also goes back to Remember, the, the, the MCU started all, over 10, 11 years ago at this point. And they've been planting seeds for different movies in all these MCU films from 10, 11 years. So they're very much accustomed to playing the long game. We, as a consumer, are very much accustomed to, I want more answers and less questions. I don't want to keep asking questions. I want more answers to my questions before more questions pop up. See, it was great for us during the course of the series. We're, it was yeah, great for yeah. us during the course of the series to ask, yeah. oh, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen this? What about this character? What yeah. about that character? It's great, but as we get closer to the ending of the series, 
we want those mm, questions answered and when they're not answered answer. it's kind of uh, yep it, it frustrates us but again we, we forget that this there's so much more than just this tv show it's 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 movies and movies and movies and other shows that are affected by the events of this show so the things that we want to answer don't have to be answered in this we want them to be we want the answers now but they don't have to answer them now because they've got so much more coming down the pipeline they can wait you know a year or two years before they answer some of the questions that have been set in one division and that's the frustrating aspect of it but it's also the aspect of it that's that's going to keep people watching unfortunately it's like, you know, now i have to know i have to know what happens at the end of the story now now you've got me hooked or it's going to be the thing that takes people off and say you know what i'm straight i'll just wait for all this to be done and then i'll go back and watch it you know 10 years later i'll tell you what if we could be like marvel superheroes or dc superheroes I'd want us to be like shapeshifters so we could shapeshift into being like flies that could go flying into <laughs> Kevin Feige's office. You take right. one side and, and I'll take the other. And if one of us gets killed by the fly swatter, at least the other one will be able to go ahead and see all the stuff that's going on on the whiteboard there yeah, for man. Kevin Feige and seeing how the, the Marvel universe is laid out. Because that would be just, just be so cool to be like a fly on the wall. Seeing watch that process, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, then, and all of a sudden this fly would speak up. That's not how I would do it, Kevin. You know, something like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what takes place this week on the yep. finale the season finale hopefully not the series finale of wandavision but uh one last question before we head on out my friend and that is this wandavision is ending as far as now and like i said and like i alluded to and like kevin feige alluded to there's nothing in the works yet but would you eventually like to see a return to wandavision with some caveats, yes. Um, I would like to see you return to WandaVision, but it doesn't need to be nine episodes if, if you don't have content for nine episodes. Yeah. Um, it really just boils down to uh, if there's the demand for it, now that you've done the first season and you see, okay, this is what works, this is not what works, don't keep doing what everybody... Don't go Game of Thrones. Don't go yeah. expanding content just for the sake of expanding content and then doing it for two or three seasons in a row. Like, it didn't work or you know that's where the frustration was so either create more story to go along for those nine episodes that you want to tell 10 episodes that you want to tell or just stick to your guns and say you know it's going to be a six part miniseries and this is we're going to this is how it's going to start this is what's going to happen in the middle this is how it's going to end we're not going to fill it for the sake of filling it um you know i think that the problem with when you're the top dog is you feel like you can do those kind of things you can you can do whatever you want to do because there's who's going to check you you know, there's nobody that can really check you. There's nobody that can check Disney right now. Disney is, is running the entire gamut of media right now. I'd be excited for this season of WandaVision. Absolutely. But only if they stick to what they need to stick to, if that makes sense. That does make sense. And I told Noe and Fine, who is also had the opportunity to share his thoughts on episode eight and episode nine, and he's actually watching us right now. And thank you so much for the heart. Big shout out to you, my friend. But I told him that with WandaVision, I don't want them to go down the same road that they've been before, even though it's got to be the most creative. You know, you have the traditional Falcon and Winter Soldier. You just give them a traditional story and they go in, they have their battles. People have an expectation to have that as a Marvel-ish style movie. Whereas WandaVision right. was something off the beaten path something yep. more creative loki is going to look like in that same fashion where it's 
more creative off the beaten path. And with that, you have to go ahead and come back to a second season, but I don't want them going through the same sitcom route. Okay. Cause if they go back to, let's say, okay, <laughs> let's cover some more sitcoms like all in the family or, or mm-hmm. other sitcoms of that era or any era for that matter. I don't want them going down the same. Okay, we get it. She liked and enjoyed sitcoms when she was a kid. I I don't want to go back down that road again. Make it something different. Do a different perspective, different vantage point, maybe from a vision standpoint this time around. That would be a great, great one. Instead of having him play off of Wanda, have Wanda play off of him. Just something different, a different scope, a different vantage point, even if it's more traditional. I just don't want to see them going the same routes because it's not going to work the second time around. No, and I don't think that they would. I think that this is one of those situations where they tried something different, and it 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 wasn't just trying something different for the sake of trying something different. It it fit the story that they were trying to create. So because they were trying to create this world, they were trying to tell this story about. They were really kind of giving us more backstory to who the Scarlet Witch is and who she ultimately will become. That they tailored this one division around that aspect. So. I don't see them if they do continue doing the WandaVision series to continue to look at it from the scope of, okay, these are the memories, this is the sitcom that Wanda enjoyed growing up. So this is what we're going to kind of focus in on because one, we're, we're not doing that journey with her at this point anymore. Now we're, 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 we've moved past that journey. So we already know these things. We need to go back and look at them again. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't see them doing that. Um, I would enjoy seeing it from a different perspective. I don't enjoy seeing, a uh, X-Files type thing where they go in and where uh, Jimmy Choo's character goes and, and investigates these paranormal activities and these different MCU things. And I think that would actually be a whole lot of fun personally. Um, yep. but, you know, that's just You're not the only one who's mentioned that. So yeah, it's just me yeah. spitballing here. I don't know, but no, no I don't you, see them going back to the old well, sitcoms I'm, there. Well, I'm just saying that you've, you're not the only one who has mentioned that they would love to see Jimmy Woo's character and Darcy going yeah, off together yeah. on these X-File adventures. Yeah, I think uh, Noah actually was the first one I remember saying that. So shout out to Noah again on that. He was just thinking that WandaVision may go on multiverse adventures like the Challenge of the Super Friends DC. And that's something <laughs> that, you know, that's that could be crazy. But then again, yeah. but then again, Loki's doing something like that right now or is going to be doing something like that when we see him in June, seeing all these alternate mm-hmm. Lokis and, and things of that nature and what happens as far as the Loki and the different timelines. So We'll see what happens. Uh, I do know that there's going to be a clamoring for WandaVision season two at some point in time that they might go back to just because of the sheer demand of what it's done for the Marvel Cinematic Television Universe in regards to Disney Plus and how much interest has gone from it. I mean, I've been reading closely the articles from Variety that Nielsen has been putting out suggested numbers because they don't get it direct and just the numbers showing that not only Soul has been such a huge hit for them at the end of December and in January, mm-hmm. but taking after Soul, lining up right that almost very beautifully, I might imagine, the way Disney Plus has just – they couldn't have crafted a better scenario. Soul, it not only blew away anything Wonder Woman 84 did, but it blew away anything that anything else in that during that time frame did and then exceeded to go ahead and match up with Cobra Kai and Bridgerton on Netflix – and went ahead and gave enough time and interest to go into WandaVision. And WandaVision has taken off from there. And that not only took the plan, because you had the Mandalorian, then you had Soul, then you had WandaVision. 
and WandaVision even increased the level of activity for Disney Plus to the point where, like I said, they created such crash interest. Site, crashed, yeah. yeah, crashing the site. So, I mean, you, you know, you got to take note. We'll see where it goes from there. There is almost going to be like a week off. I mean, there is there going to be a little bit of explainer, but technically we will not see anything after this week for a couple of weeks until the 18th when it comes to Falcon and Winter Soldier. And that's what we'll be looking right. forward to. But my friend, you're going to come back next week to talk about all the great things that happened and the things that maybe did not happen or the things that we can speculate <laughs> on from episode right. nine of WandaVision and then what's up ahead for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I look forward to our conversation then. Once again, it's T.A. Johnson. You hear his thoughts on Justice League Dark, The Apocalypse War, which is available right now on HBO Max. And then also as well, his thoughts on WandaVision. And I look forward to speaking to you next week, my friend, right Thanks here soon. at the Pop Culture Cosmos. <laughs>